This is why I took a break of taking my wisdom tooth out because right now I'm laughing. <laughs> if I have an infection, it's gonna be your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I hit record now. Um, oh, happy new year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to everybody. <clears throat> Took a bit of a break unexpectedly. Stuff happened. Carol was being a working girl. <laughs> you went on a trip. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, this past week. I was gonna say you were saying working girl, except like I was on vacation all of the end of December. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, but I mean the beginning of the year, like you had the business trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had cool. a business trip. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, and you know I got my wisdom tooth pulled, so that's my. Yeah. That's that's my life, Carol. <laughs> that's the journey that you that you went through. You I did. suffered so much. I'm just going to tell everyone, and I've told you a thousand times, but I'm going to say it again. Um, because this is, I need, you know, I need people to understand. <laughs> my Okay, so like my tooth, my wisdom tooth got pulled. Don't worry, I'm not going to take too long. But my wisdom tooth got pulled, and it's Japan, and it's like, you know, uh, doctors work different than like in America. And uh, like I'm used to it, but like basically, you know what happens? Like they um, oh, one thing is, uh, like you know how there's a room and there's that's where you sit and the, the dentist takes care of you. Um, like here it's like one big ass like room, like a salon, and like everyone has different chairs, and like you're there. Oh really? Yeah, and like you're sitting there, and someone's face is getting drilled. And, like, and just as soon as you sit, like you can hear the suffering. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know that. You know, in the clinic, there's usually like three dentists or something working like that, and there's like a curtain or something, like you know, like a small division. But you can see that there's people there, and dentists are getting are treating them, and you can hear their, you know, the drilling and stuff. And I got used to it. But the, how do you feel about dentists? Uh, I don't mind them. I actually, well, I don't have too much experience with dentists. Um, it's been a while since I've been, but I've always just gotten my teeth cleaned and stuff, and I liked it. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like it. And I know our uncle, like, he, you know, he's a dentist, yep. and, like, he actually fixed some of my cavities for me, but it, it didn't hurt or anything. I was just like, so you know that feeling when you're like in the salon and they're like touching your hair and your head. I don't like that. It's kind of like, oh, that's nice. Okay, I like that. <laughs> uh, so then, even with the dentist, like I'm just like, ooh, I like it. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't like it. I only feel like kind of okay when my dentist, who he's like a nice guy. I think I've told you before. <laughs> so I found this dentist. Oh wait, yeah. Yeah, and I. I have a theory that he's a very gentle lover. <laughs> <laughs> because basically, like, here, uh, just in general, people are, like, made to suffer. <laughs> like, people, people are okay with pain here. It's really weird. I still haven't gotten used to it. And 
I didn't think I'm like I know in America people can be like like kind of bad sometimes about like standing pain and I always thought that I was like better you know than the majority of the population but I'm not <laughs> not by much <laughs> if like if I have pain I'm like I'm gonna take a painkiller for it meanwhile my husband is like he's in pain and I'm like does it you should take a painkiller and he's like no I'm okay and I'm like well you're not okay if you say there's pain he's like I'm fine and I'm just like why you know it's not like there's gonna be like freaking side effects like, he's not like on any medication that's gonna like interact with like a freaking Tylenol you know mm-hmm and when you go to the dentist, they kind of say, like, literally, they're like, oh, we're going to fix your tooth. Now, please, how do you say it? Stand it? Like, please stand yeah. the pain. Like that. They just tell you straight out. And when they tell me that, I get, like, really turned off. <laughs> Basically, they just, like, cure your cavities without really um, anesthesia. And sometimes it hurts. And then you tell them, and they're like, okay, I'm going to put, like, a little bit. And they put, like, a shot into your gums, right? And that hurts, too. And then, <laughs> and then like, you feel a little bit of pain again, like, if it hits, like, another nerve or something. And they're like, just, they don't care. They usually just keep going. And then, like, you kind of have to make a noise. <laughs> like, okay, this is just me, right? Because I'm, like, ridiculous. Just start, like, waving my hands. Like, please, stop. Are you serious? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> because it hurts and like they don't they don't try to make you feel no pain. Like they're just basically Okay. Yeah, like you have to go with the mindset of like this is gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. What am I talking about? Okay. So my dentist is nice. Like he understands that I require <laughs> a lot of care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. TLC. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Before I feel pain, he's like I, I like put my hand up. And, and he's like, oh, do you think it's going to hurt? Because I feel like it's getting close to a spot that's going to hurt. I'm like, I think it's going to hurt. And he's like, okay, so he just puts anesthesia to make sure that it doesn't hurt. It's like preventative now. Mm-hmm. And that's not yeah. normal here. And I told my mm-hmm. husband, he's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he puts like more anesthesia than, I, than I'm pretty sure compared to other patients. You know, from what I've heard with other people. And it actually starts to make me sleepy, even though it's just local. I tell you, right? Like, I've fallen asleep and I start to snore because I have a snoring problem. Like, and I go like... <laughs> really? Oh, my God. <laughs> You're judging me. I'm totally judging you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, for my wisdom tooth, like, he, he put a lot of... You know, anesthesia, of course. And I didn't feel pain, but I heard the cracking and stuff like that. It was, it's gross. I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, so my mouth hurt for a week. So that's why I didn't record. So. Yeah. But you're feeling better now, right? Um, yeah. Like, I, I still feel kind of weird, like that part. And I'm really careful to not get something called dry socket. Mm-hmm. which I hadn't heard about and it's kind of like when it doesn't heal well basically and like it hurts like hell god yeah like it says like you're not even in the clear like after like three or four days or something you have to be careful still like you can't like mess around with that area so I'm like a little bit paranoid about that you mm-hmm. know because I don't want to go back and get treated for that yeah yeah, yeah. and it sounds really gross yeah so we were we're a little bit late to record this month. That 
I guess that's what I was going for. And I was, yeah. So you know how millennials get blamed for lots of things. <laughs> yes, to <laughs> start off that. Uh, like you know, apparently, it, we're both millennials, and uh, we get blamed for like killing the napkin industry and stuff like that. <clears throat> you heard about that? No, I didn't. I was just gonna say that's the napkin industry is not something I heard of. Yeah, because people don't have that much money, to because of the whole job situation being difficult. Mm -hmm. And, like, student loans and stuff like that. So people, like, don't buy napkins because it's not really considered, like, a necessary thing, I guess. Yeah. For our generation as much. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like, the industry has, like, tanked, basically. That's one thing. And mm -hmm. I think other stuff, too. But one thing that apparently we have been bringing back is astrology. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's one thing that we did bring back. Yay. We're, is it Yay. Or is it bad? What do you think? <laughs> um, um, I don't really care for astrology. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's funny, like, oh, like, you know, make commentary, like, oh, like, yeah, I'm a Scorpio, or, like, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't put any weight to it. Yeah, I think that's, like, the majority of people, but it has been making more of a comeback for our generation. And it seems to be uh, fueled also because now we have the internet. So... Before you had some, and people had access always to like looking at the magazines and on the newspapers and on TV, you know, that would say like your zodiac sign, like what was going to happen, whatever. But nowadays with the internet, people can, you can order like your birth charts, charts, is that how you say it? Birth charts. Charts. <laughs> <laughs> can you please say that for me? Birth charts? Yes. <laughs> I just okay. keep saying charts. <laughs> Because <laughs> the th the th and the ch are I'm, I'm, I have difficulty. Um, thank you. <laughs> you can even make your personalized one, like you know, and then like you can order even like you know you pay money and there's like a lot of information about that accessible to people. And uh, apparently in the United States, thirty uh, percent of the population seem to actually put some real weight on their astrological uh sign and what what it represents for them and for their i guess their daily lives so i mean that's more than i thought 30 percent is kind of a lot yeah as i said you know this kind of stuff happens during times of uncertain uncertainty and you know as uh like our generation you know uh so we can just blame you know our parents i guess <laughs> <laughs> the the way that it's being accepted hasn't been seen since, like, the 1970s. And after that, there was, like, a bit of, I guess, some um, people started to see it more to pseudoscience after the 70s mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But still, a lot of uh, boomers, the boomers, the boomer generation still did believe <laughs> in it a lot, though. And one really famous one, and I wanted to share this with everyone because I always thought it's funny. It's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the whole Reagan thing. Which Reagan thing? Uh, President, like Nancy Reagan and her connection to astrology. No, I've never heard of this. See, so millennials aren't the worst because <laughs> 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 this, this is my point. No. Um, uh, so, you know, um, I forgot that 
the president at the time, Ronald Reagan, he had an assassination attempt, actually, which I forget. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so he had an assassination attempt, and it was in 1981. After this happened, uh, his wife, Nancy, you know, First Lady Nancy Reagan, she was contacted by a friend uh, who was a TV host, Merv Griffin. He had his TV show, very famous at the time. Griffin, yeah. And he introduced her to a friend of his, her name is uh, was Joan Quigley, and she was an astrologist. Nancy Reagan started to actually believing it deeply. Before, she seemed to have some interest, but like from this point on is that she got really into it. Um, mm-hmm. Because this person, Joan, like she made like the whole like, uh, she showed her that according to the to uh, I guess uh, the the chart chart. <laughs> Why can't I say it? <laughs> Can you say it for me, please? Birth chart. What? Mm. <laughs> it's a chart. <laughs> I told you it's that easy. But birth charts. Yes, according to the okay. those <laughs> that <laughs> she did. <laughs> so she did those for the day of March thirtieth, which which was the day that pre- the president got. Uh, shot um and she was like oh look nancy i found that actually that day was a bad day for him it was a dangerous it's a dangerous Mm. day he shouldn't have been out this was like like after the fact right after the fact Mm, okay (laughs) that was so (laughs) judgy (laughs) and this is um what nancy said when she got told about when, when she was told about um the the after the fact prediction of the past (laughs) (laughs) this is what she said Uh, can you please read it oh my god I could have stopped it and immediately uh, hired her and uh, you know her explanation was that she was scared that somebody's gonna try to shoot him again so you know she apparently thought that this was going to help her protect her husband and like yeah i guess and apparently like it kind of got deeper than just that and uh so you know this astrologer she was paid by the hour actually and it was with a three thousand dollar a month retainer which is like nine thousand in 81 yes oh my god (laughs) today's money it would be nine thousand this is a month uh yeah so she was getting paid by the hour. I need to do a career change. <laughs> <laughs> she was being paid by the hour with a retainer of $3,000 a month, which would be 9000 in today's money. Uh, this was uh, this information that was released from an aide to the president to the chief of staff at the time. Everybody found out. And it seems that virtually with like every major move and decision that they made during the time that uh, this chief of staff was working at the White House. Uh, everything was pretty much cleared in advance with this uh, woman, uh, with Quigley. And she would drop horoscopes mm-hmm. to make certain that the planets were in a favorable alignment for whatever was going to happen. Like a really important thing. Like a meeting with like a dignitary or an important address or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the... So she just became necessary to, like, all the 
pretty much I guess functions. I mean, yeah, you could say that because and apparently Nancy had like a really big influence on on the president. They were very close to each other and he was not so much into it. Uh his attitude was kind of like, you know, if it makes her feel better, then sure. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. So he wasn't really into it, but he did follow a little bit more than he should have, maybe. Um, this came out to the public. And, you know, people will make fun of it. Uh, but you know, I guess there was no internet at the time. I think if had, that kind of stuff happened with the president nowadays, it would have lingered for a longer time. People would have found out, I guess, more, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in a more widespread way. So it eventually died down, you know. But people did make fun of her for that, like, on uh, on TV. Like, they would make, like, skits about it and stuff like that. And uh, eventually she, uh, Nancy, in an interview, she did say about this. I'm going to send to you. Nobody was hurt by it, except possibly me. So, that is that. <laughs> So it's not just millennials being weird, you know. This kind of people with power have believed in astrology too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that wasn't even political. It was just something that I found out that I thought it was funny. Moving on. <laughs> um, it, I don't know if it happens to you, but have you ever confused the word astrology with astronomy? Like, in conversation? Uh, no, because I don't talk about astrology <laughs> or astronomy for that matter. <laughs> I'm not a nerd, Elise. <laughs> <laughs> My brain kind of goes beep, beep. When I've heard the word astronomy, like it takes me like a second sometimes because I'm like, wait. <laughs> Which but, one um, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get kind of confused sometimes. But that's Maybe that's just me. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think I've heard it be confused before. Mm. Uh, okay, so just in case, I think everybody knows what I'm just gonna say. It. Um, so yeah, astrology and astronomy are different, right? Astronomy is the science of like the stars and everything. And meanwhile, astrology, it's uh, the practice of predicting a person's fate and their fortune based on the positions of the sun and the moon and stars and the planets. So it still uses the sky, but it's for a different purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, this this is not new, of course. This is goes back to ancient times. And the, the way that we use, uh, I guess, modern s- astrology is uh, we can kind of look back to it even before Mesopotamia, you know, so it's super, super old. And uh, it seems to have been really throughout pretty much all cultures, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people have been looking to the sky, you know. And, you know, as you can imagine. And it would help to understand, you know, things like the season, the seasons, <laughs> things like the seasons and changes, you know. Uh, for like agriculture and things like that, and then, but I mean, I mean, it wasn't just that, right? Uh, they're similar, like astrology and astronomy, because they were kind of linked before. Uh, things like that you would lo- that people would uh observe using what we would call astrology now would also blend into uh things like uh not just belief systems and religious practices, but um. 
it would affect how uh, they would approach things like medicine even the constellations and that type of thing it would also bleed into what is not just uh, some kind of belief but also what we would things that we would call now science like uh, it would help dictate an approach to health and medicine for example even yeah so I found that out and um, I said I found that out like it was me (laughs) (laughs) and this like I said you know this is various cultures around the world and they all develop kind of like their own way a little bit you know a little bit of a little bit of some type of unique aspect of it Mm -hmm. Um, and one of them one of them that is really interesting is um, the Incas so yeah Going back to the old country. <laughs> <laughs> so the Incas, you know, they were an ancient empire in, in the Andes uh, in South America. And they had like a, they had a very unique system of mapping the sky, their astronomy. Uh, so, you know, they also had constellations like, other, like we have, uh, you know, like we have nowadays, right? Yeah. But they had two types. The first and the most common grouping of constellations the stars they were connect connected kind of like a connect the dots type of way which is common for us right mm-hmm. and with these they would create pictures of like uh, animals and gods and you know heroes that type of stuff which yeah. is yeah that that's kind of similar to what we have heard right yeah with the whole astrology of the moment right mm-hmm. but then they had they had a second type of mapping uh, and this could only be observed when there were no stars uh, they would create images with the dark spots on the milky way oh wow yeah it was the only it's the only culture that didn't just see the sky images as like connecting stars but also within the darkness of it and this apparently was really helpful when Four days that you couldn't that you couldn't see the stars clearly. You know, if it, if it, the sky wasn't clear that day, they wouldn't be they wouldn't worry too much because they could rely on seeing the 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 darkness of the sky instead. Right, that's you know? smart. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, as you said, you know, smart. It's something that I wouldn't have thought that is even possible. You know, mm-hmm. this like it this really shows how cultures that were in i guess what people call the new world really they just developed on their own you know yeah like the the indigenous people they were creating they were starting from zero you know so it's like basically taking candy from a baby (laughs) (laughs) really they're just starting off uh okay (laughs) aside from that (laughs) Moving on from, like, I guess, uh, colonialism. <laughs> um, uh, as I said, um, modern astrology, as we know now, I guess we would call it from the West, was intermingled with science. Uh, for example, in the Middle Ages, uh, belief in astrology was pretty much universal at the time. And it was understood that the planets 
and the stars under which a person was born would influence directly how a person's health would go as well as their personality. Um, the physicians at the time, they used to create charts. <laughs> <laughs> Please say it for me. Charts. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, um, now that I say it every time, I still hear the other thing. Charts. <laughs> charts. Charts. So, ugh. Uh, so they would create these for the person before they go to do a health intervention. And this happened until the 18th century. So you know how they did like the whole bloodletting thing at the time. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> you have a headache, let's bleed you. Even like corns. Like they were, <laughs> I didn't what? know that. Yeah. Corn? Corns like on your foot. Oh, corns on your foot. I was thinking the... The, the yellow corn. No, like they yeah. would just bleed you. And uh, so oh. these, isn't that gross? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so you know, actually, they found these things called bat books. It's kind of like maps of the body, and like the veins. Ugh, I'm getting like girls that the veins uh they had like this picture of like a person and there's like drawings of the veins and like the organs and according to what direction the veins would point it would be tied to like uh it would be tied to a zodiac sign it wasn't that simple like a lot of more info but it that's like kind of the gist and there's a there's a picture of a person um it's called they call it zodiac man <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's uh how they would that would help them to do those these procedures like the, the you know the physicians would look to the sky and then they would look at the booklet which called they were nowadays they call them bat books because they used to be hanging upside down uh like folded and it's kind of like a, oh. the idea of a bat okay you know, face down yeah. and then when they needed to use them they would prop them up and open it up and look at the the mm -hmm. the pamphlet you know it's kind of like the person apparently like if the patient's foot was pointing a certain way and their veins is that way then they would do things some way uh that was gross i saw the picture and i was like nope oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i'm weird about that so you about know people touching your feet right oh yeah that too i meant blood and veins oh. <laughs> in general so just everything <laughs> <laughs> how have i survived <laughs> all these years um but eventually what happened was like to towards the end of that century though uh some people started to observe and draw concepts that would go on until today things like as a uh, uh you know heliocentrism and these things would start to create a break from looking at the sky in in the sense of what would become astrology as a pseudoscience and and uh, astronomy you know things started to break up and uh, when the zodiac system that is most influential right now is the western zodiac i guess for the western countries and there are 12 signs right yeah what's your sign scorpio do you think that 
your personality. You know how like they they say you're a certain type of person. Do you think it aligns yeah. with you though? Do you find that? Um, I don't know because I feel like depending on the source, it's pretty different. What they say, the you know Scorpios are supposed to be like. Um, oh really? Yeah, like sometimes. <laughs> Supposedly, from what I've seen, like Scorpios are like considered to be like, uh, like passionate, like jealous types or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I fit with that description. <laughs> right. I I looked up a definition of it. Well, not a definition. A uh, like little summary of what Scorpio is supposed to be, and uh, I don't know. It says, uh, "Hold on a second, let me read it out." So it's the eighth sign of the zodiac. Here's a little uh, blurb about Scorpio. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, Scorpio. That's how it starts off. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, oh, oh, Scorpio. Eighth sign of the zodiac. It's reserved for those born between October 23rd to October 21st. The sign, the sign is about passion, excitement, and living life to the fullest but with a mission. Represented by a stinging scorpion, this is a fierce sign. Just take a look at some of the famous Scorpios, Pablo Picasso, Hillary Clinton, Bill Gates, Mary Antoinette, and Ryan Gosling. You know, (laughs) same sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I love that addition. (laughs) Well, that took me on like a real... Uh, journey <laughs> yeah. Picasso, Hillary Clinton Bill Gates, Mary Antoinette Ryan Gosling <laughs> Ryan Gosling <laughs> same same <laughs> uh, so these are some famous Scorpios and uh, apparently you are there with them with the Ryan Gosling yeah. and Mary Antoinette <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so this is where it gets interesting. Interesting, or I mean weird. Ah. <laughs> so your life is a lie, Carol. <laughs> Damn it. So everyone has been living a lie. And <laughs> here comes science to be uh, a big boner killer. Ugh, again. God damn it. Damn it. So as I said, and as we all know, the Zodiac has 12 signs. Now, yes, it's apparently to have been decided because of how it's a lunar calendar Mm. and there's 12 cycles of the moon, which orbits the earth. Now, this I'm not a scientist. I want to try my best. (laughs) I read and I tried (laughs) to make it make sense for a person like me. (laughs) Okay. So the moon goes around the Earth, okay? Let's establish that. We know this. Okay. okay. Right, step one. Science. And uh, so the zodiac is based on the fact that Earth goes around the Earth. And- <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just don't fuck up. <laughs> the Earth goes... Pff, again, the moon goes around the Earth 12 times. Right? Okay. But this is not exactly true. The moon goes around the Earth... 12.4 times a year. Not exactly 12. Oh. It kind of fucks it up a little bit. Yeah. And uh, 
there's apparently another sign. The zodiac says it's f- 12, but what happened to that point four? Uh-huh. There's a sign that I had never heard about before that, uh, you know, not, apparently it gets lumped with Scorpio because in reality, Scorpio, it's supposed to be really short. Uh, it's called like... Oh, really? Yeah. It's, so there's another constellation there. It's called uh, Ophiuchus. <laughs> I can't say it. I'm already not digging it. <laughs> Sounds weird. I don't trust it. But... Uh, <laughs> You trust. <laughs> they get grouped with Scorpio. So, as I said, it orbits Earth. The moon orbits Earth 12.5 times a year, not 12. So, you know, as we know, science tries to be as constant as possible. Mm-hmm. Right? So this kind of starts to go against astrology because astrology suggests that each sign would fit you know into a 30 degree slice of the sky so like the sky let's make it a circle (laughs) maybe other people don't need this but i did so (laughs) pie charts that's what it is and each zodiac sign would take up 30 degrees of that because 30 times 12 is you can't ask me this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My brain has this like button that needs to be pressed for like to even start doing a math calculation. And I decide to never press that button. So my brain doesn't even start calculating. I did the calculations beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> the calculations. Thirty times twelve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 30 times 12 is 360, mm-hmm. which is how many degrees are in a circle? 360 degrees. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, you know, if you need 12 of these, 12 of these 30 degrees would fit in a circle. But what happens to the point four? It can't be 12. So it's no good. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem because math. And actually, another problem is that the constellations are not even all the same size. So how do you make that chart? What do you mean they're not the same size? Uh, for example, you know, the sun, it passes through the constellation Scorpio in just five days, for example. But from then on, it takes 38 days to get to pass through Taurus, for example. So like I said, Scorpio is smaller. So like for the sun to pass through that constellation it's five days but for taurus for example it takes 38 days so that's how you get get an idea of of the sizes of each constellation wait 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 wait, wait. the constellations the actual constellations in the sky the picture of it (laughs) very basic (laughs) okay what does the sun going through those what does that mean <laughs> I can envision a pie chart with like the the, the different signs, and then on the uh, side there's a sun, but I don't know how those two correlate. I don't know, I don't know what you're picturing because <laughs> you told me to picture a pie chart, and I'm picturing a pie chart split up into twelve pieces, and then just right next to it there's a sun. But I'm just like, how does that? 
How did the sun this go is, over? This is why. <laughs> this is why I took a break of taking my wisdom tooth out because right now I'm laughing, and now you're. If I have an infection, it's gonna be your fault. <laughs> the sky is a circle. <laughs> the stars are not. Constellation is not the same size. Basically. Yes. Okay. So the that actual constellations. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, the whole thing about uh, the days, right? Like, how, how you dictate your 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 zodiac sign is because you have been born according to the, the position of, like, the sun and the moon, right? But... Oh. So, to, for it to make sense, the, the way that they, that we get our our zodiac signs now is not like oh Taurus is like a lot of days it's like a longer uh, period of time that you can be a Taurus and Scorpio is like super short amount of days it's not like that right no do, do that make sense yeah yeah it's like set like um, right this date to this date is that constellation yeah so for example Taurus right it's a constellation and there's a zodiac sign for it and uh, you have to be born Oh, good. <laughs> this is your zodiac sign. Hold on a second. From April 21st to May 21st. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm using Taurus and Scorpio because I'm a Taurus and you're a Scorpio. Yeah. Meanwhile, Scorpio is from October 23rd through oh, and up to November 22nd. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of days, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Taurus and Scorpio. But in reality, actually, um, the constellations, okay, are not the same size. So the constellations vary in shape and size, right? So, mm-hmm. for example, you know, Scorpio would actually take just five days compared to Taurus, which would actually take 38 days. Does that make sense? Okay, so... The way they decided this time period to this time period is going to be this specific, is going to be represented by this specific constellation was because, mm-hmm. let's say, in April to April, April to May, they, mm-hmm. at like the constellation of Taurus was in a specific place in the sky. Yeah. Okay. And then the time that that Taurus sign in, like in real life, the time that that Taurus constellation is visible in the sky is a longer period of 38 days compared to the Scorpio sign, which is only visible like five days, like you said. Yeah, so, it, you okay. know, it, if we are to put people into the zodiac signs, like um, the, the time that you can become a Taurus would be way longer than the time that you can become a Scorpio, for example. To be born mm-hmm. under the sign of Scorpio, it's only like five days. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the right. thing is, I was confused because I honestly, I thought they just randomly just assigned Constellation. I didn't know that <laughs> it was because it was... Yeah, visible. me either. Oh, yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because, uh, yeah, the Constellations. And, oh, okay. uh, yeah, so they c- kind of created, I guess, thinking about the degrees and stuff like that, but it doesn't really work that way. Um, so that goes against astrology, too. If we're going to assign a zodiac sign to a person. You know, it can't right. be 
yeah, they can't all be the same amount of days that you can be born under a certain uh, zodiac sign. So this is astronomy mm-hmm. kind of being like that to astrology. I mean, uh, and not only that, but it's also an issue with Earth's axis itself. So it turns out that Earth kind of, uh, uh, you know, it kind of wobbles a little bit, actually. Mm-hmm. So as you know, uh, as I said, the Earth spins in its own axis, and because of that, at the equators, it kind of bulges out a little bit. Earth, you know, kind of it's similar to. I'm imagining when... a bulge on Earth, but that's not how it is. A what? A bulge on Earth. What <laughs> <laughs> it is? Like Earth has like a cyst. <laughs> that's not what I mean. Imagine a figure skater, mm-hmm. and if if she's wearing a skirt and she's spinning around, you know how the skirt kind of flares out at the sides. Yeah, at the sides of it, it's kind of like that. Okay, and it's exactly around the equator where Earth is a little bit like the widest. Yeah, yeah, the widest, right? Mm-hmm. And this creates kind of like a wobble on Earth, mm-hmm. for for Earth, right? So this wobbling effect causes the dates of the zodiac to shift also from those that were established in the ancient times. Because Earth is not at the same, is not at the same position as it was thousands of years ago. Right, okay. Right? So, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. so like in ancient times, right, where when the, these uh, the concept of the twelve zodiac signs was drafted, uh, the first day of spring, for example, which is uh, uh, was in Aries, and because of how Earth wobbles, it eventually moved into what would be actually Pisces around hundred BC. So it started off. With it being in Aries. And then around the time of 100 BC, it moved to what would be actually Pisces. Okay. Okay. And that's where it is now. And it will remain in this spot until the year 2700 AD. And from then on, it will move again to what will be the area of Aquarius. (gasps) So if age of Aquarius... Age of Aqu- oh shit! End of the world. We're screwed. <laughs> okay, we're not gonna be alive by then. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um. So you know, now it. So nowadays, people think that if you're born in the first day of spring, you're an Aries. But actually, if we think about how Earth has shifted, it's actually Pisces. And eventually, after 2700 AD, it will be uh, another time. <laughs> I didn't write it down. <laughs> it will, oh, sorry. It will be Aquarius. Sorry, I didn't write it down. It will be Aquarius. Okay, okay. So right now, we're still with the calendar of like the old times. Even yeah, though exactly. technically we are like a sign ahead. Yep. Because Earth oh. wobbled. Wobbled. And... And over the course of 25,800 years, it will eventually return back to Aries. And the cycle will begin again. Mm. So it will go, like the, what we were supposed, what we are taught to be Aries eventually would just go through all the signs. And 
in 25,800 years will go back again to being actually Aries. Uh-huh. I am considered Taurus, right? But in reality, yeah. I I am an Aries because it shifted, right? Mm-hmm. So the way that it should be drawn out to be according to how the sun moves and 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 the constellations. Aries would be from April 19th through and up to May 14th. Taurus is from May 15th to June 20th. Gemini is from June 21st to July 20th. Cancer is from July 21st to August 10th. Leo is from August 11th to September 16th. Virgo from September 17th to October 31st. So that's pretty much our whole family being shifted. Yeah. Libra. Mm hmm. Libra is from November 1st to November 24th. So you are that a Scorpio. You are a Libra. Libra. Sorry, that's without taking into consideration the whole thir- the the other constellation. Oh, uh, no, because the other constellation actually is with Scorpio. Scorpio is going to be. We're going to group it just for the sake of it, so it makes more sense if we're going to keep the twelve zodiac signs. Uh, we Scorpio is fused with uh, Ophiuchus. I'm trying my best with that one. Um, or else it will be super short. It will be five days only that you can be born under Scorpio. So we, we, <laughs> we sounds like mm-hmm. I'm including this. Uh, so Scorpio is, is fused with that one. And then it becomes from November 25th to se- uh, December 17th. Sagittarius, December 18th to January 19th. Capricorn, January 20th to February 16th. Aquarius, February 17th to March 11th. And Pisces, March 12th to April 18th. I went through the 12th of them. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah, so basically just move up from what you thought. Move back, move back. Oh, yeah, move back, move back. You're right. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't feel like I'm an Aries. <laughs> I don't like that. Sorry for anyone that's an Aries. Just like I felt like it doesn't match me because <laughs> I don't believe. I'm like I don't believe in. I don't believe in zodiac. But I'm like Taurus describes me. <laughs> like <laughs> for me, I feel like I don't know. Libras and Scorpios are. They sometimes have a lot of, like, from the descriptions, right? They have a lot of things in common, or they're kind of similar, right. I guess. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, apparently, it seems that uh, the descriptions could kind of fit anyone. So, I mean, that's a whole thing that people say, like, oh, yeah, you feel, like, rep- yeah, you feel represented by your sign because they kind of choose things that everybody can be like, oh, that's me, kind of, yeah. you know. And if, like, one or two don't match, it's kind of like, eh, you know, those don't match, but the rest do. And pretty mm-hmm. much everyone's going to be like that. Yeah, and you have to walk a fine line between being, like, super general and, like, trying to add a little bit of a tidbit that's, like, more specific to, like, 
convince people, you know that. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, like, how can you put so many people into 12 categories, you know? Right. So it seems like a bit of a stretch. However, I have found one that is even, like, more difficult to believe for me. Um, so in Japan, people really believe in blood types. Oh, having yeah. Having to deal with your personality and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty much Every Japanese person knows their blood type. Um, yeah. Which is not common, I thought, for us, right? I mean, do you know your blood type? Yeah. I mean, I do, but that's because way back when I donated blood. So they gave me like a little card and they told me what blood type I was. Oh. Do you know what I my blood didn't... type is? No. Oh, so you can guess. <laughs> oh? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. Ah. That's because our parents, right? No, they're actually... Mom, I think. They're both A's, I think. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, I'm type A. Mm. Uh, I found out because uh, I got a lot of blood work done when I was oh, pregnant. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh, important to know my blood type, especially in that situation, because you might need... Yeah, transfusion know, like, or something. Which I did get, right? A blood transfusion. Ugh. So gross. Oh my god, it was the worst. Well, it's not the worst. It's good. It's good because I didn't <laughs> die. <laughs> but it's important for me to know my blood type. Actually, me and my husband both have the same blood type. So when they told me he was there with me and they told me like, oh, you know, you lost a lot of blood. I lost 800 milliliters of How blood. How much is that? I don't know. It's a lot. Metric system, at least. That's I'm American. A lot. <laughs> I only use so the correct there's... measurements. Okay. Standard size. Yeah. <laughs> how many cups is that uh you know like a liter of soda <laughs> yes i do know a liter of soda okay so almost that oh god that's a lot that's a lot a woman usually has five mil <laughs> five milliliters <laughs> lilliputian <laughs> an adult woman has five liters of blood oh man so you lost like almost a fifth of your blood. Oh, God. Yeah. So, five bottles. It would be what? Like, the sodas. <laughs> like, five liters. You lost one worth, one bottle's worth of mountain lightning. <laughs> of Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob. <laughs> Dr. Bob. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. We did an episode before about um, Kellogg, and then we just started going down the path of like food and weird der- drinks and stuff like, like that. And we found like the best names. Yeah. <laughs> there was like some weird ones. Not weird ones. They were all weird, and some of them were like really questionable. Yeah. The Hispanic one. Yeah, what was the name? The Hispanic I mean, I that. It was at Walmart, and I just saw it. And I had to send you a picture of it. Um. <laughs> And it's one it I've, like I had never seen name. before. What does it yeah. taste like? I didn't oh, yeah, buy it. it. No. I should have. It had a questionable um. title, so. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I could trust it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I like Mountain Thunder. Doctor, wait, what is it? Doctor <laughs> Lightning? No, Doctor no. Thunder. And then the other one's Mountain Lightning. Mountain Lightning. That's Mountain Dew. 
Yeah. So those, if you uh-huh, so put you lost five liters, yeah, one worth of that. Uh, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. I lost a lot of blood, and uh, so th- they told me, "Oh, you're gonna need a blood transfusion." And my husband was like, "Oh, you know, I have the same blood type as hers. Can I blood donate to her? You know, directly." And that was gonna be super romantic, I thought. <laughs> 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 but he couldn't. It has to be blood that they already have in a blood bank because they have to test it and stuff, right? To make sure that it's oh, fine. Oh, right. Mm. And uh, they give you this paper and it's a... Uh, what's it called? It's not a disclaimer. What's one? Like, I'm okay with it going wrong, those papers. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's like if you get, uh, you know, an illness like hepatitis or AIDS or something like that, you are aware of the risk of that. And I felt very uncomfortable signing it, but, you know, <laughs> no choice, really. And I know it's very yeah. safe. It's usually no problems. Um, but things like in Japan in 93, I think it happened that there was some uh, uh, blood that was not healthy. That There was a big problem here, and uh, some people got sick from it. And since then, people have, you know, kind of felt a little bit uncomfortable with that. So everybody knows about that accident that happened. That was only once, and, you know is extremely 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 rare but you know there's a this uh there's that uh, paper i guess to just you know to be aware yeah you know it's kind of like lasik we were talking about lasik before mm-hmm. uh before you get the surgery done you have to sign a paper too that says you're aware of the risk of losing sight you know oh my god it's like fuck like when mom got LASIK, I saw that picture. I mean, I saw that paper and I was like, <laughs> I'm like thinking of possibly getting LASIK and I'm just, that didn't help my worries. Knowing Sorry. that there's a paper like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to just make sure you're going to be fine. But still, you know. Well, if anything, I have, if something happens, I still have my other eye, right? Wait, you're only getting... Oh, you're going to get no, one at a time? It. No, 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 no. I think I'll get both. But then, like, let's say something happens with my one eye, then, you know, I still I have the other I don't feel happy one. doing this conversation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, the blood type thing, right? Um, people determine your personality by blood type here and they also kind of match you with people according to your blood type and stuff like that that seems very inaccurate to say the least because as i said my husband and i have the same blood type and we're really different uh-huh you know how like the whole like a person like a type type of person yeah like really i don't know I guess seems to have their shit together kind of like <laughs> just uh-huh. to like summarize it he's blood type A and me too and I don't think so <laughs> not like, we are not similar you know we should be the same we're not mm-hmm. so proven wrong <laughs> and uh so something funny too that uh I want to share uh is uh you know my experience being here is really different to what i was used to in the states and also even uh like hispanic cultures <clears throat> hispanic culture so um here also you know similar as to what we were used to i think they show on the morning tv shows you know they show like oh today you start off the day knowing what's it gonna be like for your zodiac sign right mm-hmm. 
So here they do that too, but there's like, they're just like savage. (laughs) So, you know, they have it in the morning news, right? And they tell you your horoscope, what it's going to be like. And the way that they start off here is they start off with the good luck ones. The ones are going to be with good luck. And they tell you, oh, like Libra, you're going to have a good day. This is going to happen. They use the the Libra and that kind of astrology? The Western one. Yeah, it seems that one's the one that's used the most, right? Isn't that weird? They, they use the, the times where I hear a lot about the, I guess, the Chinese zodiac, which mm-hmm. is really used here. But it's for the every year, the year of the right now we're in the year of the tiger. So for that, everybody for the New Year's uh, decoration stuff like that, you you're always going to see the little picture of of the animal, you know, for that year. But when it comes to horoscopes and the daily type of stuff, like in magazines, is I rarely ever see the Chinese horoscope being used. They always do like the Western type. So on the news, they're like, Libra, you're going to have a good day. And especially in love or like work or whatever. And then they're mm-hmm. like, and now we're going to read the signs that are going to have, I guess, like they say, like middle luck or like average, I guess, kind of day. And they say, like, do this. This is going to happen. It's going to happen. And you should put effort in this and that. And then they're like, they choose the one that's going to be like, like the bad luck one. And they usually say, oh, next one. They kind of make it like it's a reveal or something. And they show Mm -hmm. like the picture of like, you see the picture of your sign, like your sign, like flashing on TV and it's kind of like, (laughs) you know, they're like Scorpio, you know, for example, Mm -hmm. you are the one. Everybody's and everybody like in the panel, they're like, oh, you know, (laughs) really, really. (laughs) And it's like, you are fucked. (laughs) (laughs) They just tell you, you know, you're going to have bad luck today. I don't like that it's messed up the first time i saw that i was like i can't believe this is happening like that is so mean (laughs) (laughs) it seems like compared to well here the news that has the horoscopes that i know of is like the spanish news and they're not that much they're not as much of downers as that usually it's like when it's like negative things they're like oh you know try today try to be like a little bit more this like that but like you know it'll get better like trying to be a little bit more uplifting uplifting you know yeah, yeah. You just reminded me about how horoscopes, at least for the immigrant community in America, it's also a big deal. But that's because, I guess, people are dealing with lots of different issues. And uh, anybody that has grown up in a Hispanic household has probably heard about Walter Mercado. You know? Oh, my God, yes. Everybody, I mean. Mucho, mucho, mucho. Amor. Amor. You know? <laughs> like when you're at home and like Walter's gonna come on was gonna go on the TV, it's like this news at five, right? Primer impacto, uh-huh. I think is it on Univision yeah. Univision. Univision. Uh-huh. And at five PM. You know, everybody's waiting for the time that Walter's gonna come out. Yeah. It's not just us. Like I found out that there's like this whole thing that er, the mom would be like, Oh, you know, like shush, 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 you know, Walter's gonna be on. That's <laughs> happened to us, yeah. Yeah. And he is like like this super flamboyant guy like he had like all the capes and he had like this throne you know it was like this whole thing yeah Yeah, his hair is like this blonde hair and he had it like all floofy and he was wearing like you know like the the clothes were just sparkly he had like this whole vibe going on you know yeah remember i did do do you remember his whole vibe though 
how it was. His vibe? Yeah, what do you, mean? you mentioned it before. Like, it's very positive, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I think that was, you know, I'm not for astrology personally that much, but I think, I don't know, I think him, like, for the community, community, for, yeah, for, I, I think he was always super positive, and I think that's why people really embraced him, even though, uh, you know, his appearance actually didn't match with what people might have thought that is okay for a man. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, going back, I mean, let's be real here, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, there's like a cultural you know, uh, what's it called? Expectation of what a man, a man should present as. You know, yeah. uh, he was totally, yeah, he was like totally breaking that, and people didn't care. I mean, everyone listened to him. You know, everybody liked him. I can't hear of one single person that was like, "Oh, that dude sucks." Mm-hmm. And it's because like his whole, like he was never, as you said, he was never negative. He was always positive. And he would talk to you like. Oh, you know, like Pisces, they will say like, oh, my dear little fish, you know, he would say stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, today, you're going to have this, whatever, you are dealing with this problem, but don't worry, you know, you are great, you're strong, you're going to overcome it, you know, like, everybody would get that. Everybody would be made to feel like special and like you will be able to get over whatever issue. Yeah. And it was very positive, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember, like, also, like, with our parents, too, like, when they were having some difficulty, like, with work, like, you know, a lot of economic issues and stuff like that. Like, I know mom doesn't necessarily believe that, but, like, she would, I would see, like, her face kind of, like, light up a little bit when he would say, like, you're going to be doing better. Like, this is happening. You're going to, your job is going to, you know, you're going to have a better you know, economic situation. Like, he would just say that. And, like, really, like, I would see people, like, my mom's face, too, and kind of get, like, a little bit, like, oh, we're going to do okay. Mm-hmm. He was, like, that that public moral support that a lot of people possibly, like, might have needed, you know? Yeah, he was, like, everybody's cheerleader, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I saw, I think it's on Netflix, there's a documentary about him. It's in English. About Walter Mercado, like, he, how do you say it? Walter Mercado. Can you say that? Like in an English Mercado? way. Oh, spell. Yeah. <laughs> English. I can't. Walter Mercado. Mercado, I guess. Mercado, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, uh, he he's such an interesting guy. And I found uh, that they have a documentary. And it's in English, you know, uh, about him. And he speaks English, too. Um, and uh, so, actually, they had, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Pff, I can't say his name. Ooh. Lin-Manuel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's how I felt like, oh my god, he's real. <laughs> because he yeah, he they had him go visit Walter and he started to say like growing up it, everybody loved, you know, Walter, like all the moms. And he started to talk about it and I was listening to it and I was like, Oh my god, you know, he knows. <laughs> uh-huh. Um and he went to greet him and he seemed like he seemed like really happy to see him, like, you know, like you you are very important for the Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was really cool to see, you know, like, oh, it's not just us, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, like, once in a while, I used to actually, you know, wait. Because, you know, he, I think, I don't remember how it is that they choose which sign to start with when they're talking about, like, you know, what your day is going to be like. 
But, like, sometimes mm-hmm. I'd find myself, like, waiting around the room, like, waiting until, like, they started talking about Scorpio, so just so I could hear, like, what's going to go, what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, what me should too. I expect today? <laughs> <laughs> me too. There's a lot of articles about him, you know, it says, like, the improbable charisma of Walter Mercado, like, there's a lot of stuff about him, like, on The New Yorker and stuff like that. He was, a. Uh, he passed away. But mm-hmm. he 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 was a big part, I think, of uh, Hispanic kids growing up. You know, yeah. Well, not the kids. I mean, the parents or the the guardians and stuff like that. Yeah. So, anybody wants to check that out? It was a really good documentary. I'll definitely check that out. Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. And. Uh, that is all I have for this episode about astrology and how, hmm, what am I trying <laughs> to say today? Can you give me a recap? I'm struggling. Um, um, it's astrology. Uh-huh. <laughs> I start researching something and then I start going through like, you know, other like rabbit holes and stuff like that and then I tried yeah. to not go too deep into that and then I'm like I'll just keep this I think why I started is because I read about how millennials are kind of bringing it back and also how our zodiac is wrong and I was like what and then I started to look into it mm, I didn't know it was like millennials though I kind of had more of a image that it was more like Gen Z bringing it back I mean I don't know I don't really like talk to Gen Z people <laughs> <laughs> not that i don't want to it's just like there's an age difference so like it's not often that you come across come across well that i come across you know <laughs> younger people you know right it's weird when you listen to uh, that there's like this whole generation of people that are so much younger um i was listening to uh the other day i put on uh hits of the 2000s okay so this is how old I am in the 2000s <laughs> and it was on YouTube so they had this co- collection and they like shuffle you know different videos and uh, the oops yes. I did it again came out and uh-huh. I think I told like my daughter she's she's seven and she she kind of likes she likes Britney <laughs> she and, like I get it because from what she sees nowadays from pop artists uh, at least here she's really different right and even I guess from nowadays too. yeah yeah, for her, what she sees, she doesn't know it, like the whole thing about, you know, Brittany. She doesn't know. She just sees her. And then for, according to what she thinks, she thinks that she looks cool. Like, oh, she's, oh. she says, like, kakui. She says, like, cool. You mm-hmm. know, because the whole look is different and the way that she dances and stuff like that. So I can see how, from her point of view, growing up in a different environment, she could look cool. Oh my God. You know? I just thought about this. What? For her. You know how for us it's like music of like the 80s and 70s. It's yes. Like old. Yes. For her it's going to be like 2000s. Because yes, it's so <sighs> fucked up. <laughs> because I was. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is like, you know, when I'm looking at the video, you know, for me it's like, oh, you know, I said like, oh, I remember seeing this. I was in high school. I remember that. But it didn't click until I saw the year. And this is like 2000. I was like, wait, 2000, holy shit. This is 22 years ago. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oops, I did it again, came out 22 years ago. 
that is wild oh <laughs> like it's just like i was like oh my god you know no wonder people are like oh my god britney doesn't look the same i'm like dude because she's 22 like, years old <laughs> really she's like in her 40s <laughs> she's had like three children it's so <laughs> crazy and i know this i know this but when i think about the numbers of it that's when it like totally hits me you know it's like oh my god yeah she was like what she was a teenager <laughs> yeah because it's 22 years yeah. ago you know it's so crazy yeah it's crazy it's crazy and i saw a video of her like dancing like really recently and she's performing you know in a concert and she's like dropping on the floor and jumping back up and like she's a bit older than me i think and i cannot do that mm-hmm. like, <laughs> i can't <laughs> land on the floor and jump back up with a kick and i i can't cannot <laughs> so i'm just like people are so me right yeah. <laughs> it's another topic <laughs> but yeah leave britney alone <laughs> <laughs> like nowadays i appreciate her <laughs> really when i was growing because when i was growing up i was fed this whole kind of thing like she's a pop star you know she's like you know like cookie cutter yeah. you know at least for me and i was like oh you know like i'm too cool for that or something and now i'm like oh my god uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah they did her wrong i man. really think so i we didn't deserve her <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, what was I talking about? Two thousand. Um, how you're, how we're old, <laughs> and oh, oh, they say that millennials brought, um, uh, astrology back, and actually, maybe it's more like Gen Z, right? You said you feel like, I think, but like I said, it's not like I have direct <laughs> input from a Gen Z person. We don't know to back up my theory. We don't know. We we I can't find them. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah so do you learn anything what have you learned yeah i learned about the whole nancy reagan being into astrology um how astrology is based on supposedly like originally where the constellation was in the sky during that period of time um how it's actually um not in sync as it used to be before because of the earth's axis and how it just yeah yeah i was surprised about that that's why i decided to look into it really uh so this is all i have for today's episode uh we need to introduce ourselves my name (laughs) My name is Elise, and you are Carol. And this is It Got Weird. And, and then, then it got, got weird. God damn it. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Um, one job. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, this is and this is and then it got weird. And today's episode has been brought to you by my low-key hope that we can actually see a brighter future. <laughs> I thought about that. Nice. Because I do believe that maybe we can, you know, we can be like Walter. Just try to find the good in all of this. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yes. And our I have an Instagram for this. I write stuff. Check it out. It's it got weird.podcast. And we have an email. Yes. And this is the one where you have to say because I don't know it. Okay. Okay. I'm not even joking. This is not me trying to make this a thing, but I really lost the tab that it has an address on it. I should really write it down. <laughs> the Damn fact it. that you even need a tab is. Our email is it got weird.podcast. <laughs> I can't believe I needed to work for this. <laughs> Okay, so it's the same as <laughs> oh no, as your Instagram. Okay. It's the same as the Instagram, and I did this on purpose so I could remember. Okay, Instagram, G- Gmail, same. It got weird. Podcast. We'll be back next week with more stuff. You know, if anyone has any stories they want to send, oh yeah, that'd be cool. Ghost stories, I love those. Yeah. We love those. We love to share those. Yeah, yeah, I like to be freaked out by those. Alright, final thoughts? Anything? Final thoughts? Um, you I don't said. know what the Scorpio <laughs> constellation looks like. It looks like a scorpion. Does it though? Does it? Now I'm curious about the other one. Ophi, whatever. What it looks oh, like. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll have to look that up. Ophi, mm-hmm. is it PH? Ophris? I think so. I'll spell it out for you. Oh, wait, no, that's a uh, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my tooth! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a Scorpio. I just searched it and it says Predaplant Orphus Scorpio, and it's just like a Pokemon card. Oh my god, my tooth. Ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll spell it O P E. O P H I U C H U S. Ophiuchus? I think so. Oh, it's like a dude standing on the scorpion <laughs> holding a serpent? <laughs> what? That sounds a little bit red. Holding a serpent? Yeah. And he's like standing on the scorpion. I don't like that. Is that the patriarchy, Carol? Maybe. <laughs> so, that has been all for today. Thank you for joining us. And remember, you don't have to be special. So, love one another. We are all mediocre. <laughs> yeah, I yeah like thanks for the- calling me mediocre, Elise. <laughs> God. You know, you don't have to be the best at everything. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, that's that's good to like keep in the back of your mind, you know. Oh, wait, let me try it. Uh, have a good day with mucho, mucho, mucho amor. <laughs> 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 <laughs>